What is up? Welcome to part two. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that first part of the interview that I was doing with 610 Problem. Uh, today is the conclusion of that. You're going to see the rest of what we talked about. Like I said, bridging the gap between DJs and artists. Just the best way to get your music out there, your music heard by DJs, and how to get your music played more likely by DJs. Be sure to check it out. It's a really great interview. If you haven't checked out the 610 Problem before, you guys should check him out on all his socials. I'll leave them down in the descriptions below. Other than that, check it out. So what's the best way to approach a DJ about getting your music played? Like, would it be just send an email? Would it be like hit them up on social media? Um, what, you can do all of that. You can send it, send it directly to my email. Hit me up on social media. I, I take all of that. One of the worst approaches is live at the club, at the bar, wherever, trying right. to, hey, play my song. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like, I've never heard your song before. I don't want to kill my dance floor. Right. The song might be too explicit. It might be whack. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, some people, they have, though, some people actually come with money. Like, hey, bro, here's 20 bucks. Can you play my song quick? Or send the DJ a drink or something like that. That, that stuff works, too. You know, the DJ is the guy you want to have on your side. And asking him to play your music right there on the spot is not something that, you know, he was planning to do. It, it, kinda, it could throw things out of whack. Right. And you don't, the DJ is the guy who takes the blame when the music comes on and it's whack. It doesn't matter if it's your song, because if it's your song and nobody's dancing to it, you're going to tuck your tail and hide. The only person that's going to be there is the fucking DJ. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. So you got to let these DJs save face and uh, send your packs out beforehand. Don't hit them up at the club. Um, but yeah, that's actually a great point, too, what you were saying with uh, building the relationship with the DJ, because you guys are really on the forefront of breaking music. So it's like building the relationship, not even just from the aspect of like, here, check out my music here, promote my music. Like, it's great to build relationships with DJs because you guys know what sounds are coming out. You know, like, as styles begin to pivot, you guys really see what's coming out before it really comes out. Like, you know what I mean? We can tell which way that the culture is going to shift. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can, no, we can see it happening. Or we dictate the culture shift, I'd, I'd like to say, because there'll be some things that'll come up and be like, and I'm not playing that. That shit's way too different. And then it'll be the DJ or the group of DJs who will play that and they'll play it everywhere, and then next thing you know, everybody's like, hey, what's that song? And you're like, damn, I didn't, I didn't get that, or I didn't download that because I personally thought it was whack. It's not something that you can, being a DJ is different because you have to play music that you might not even like all the time. That makes sense. If you want to entertain a crowd, you know what I mean? Some people, like, they just, you'll see online DJs complain all the time when, when things get too new for them. Like, oh my God, I don't ever want to play a Cardi B song again. It's like, bro, that shit's popping. Somebody's going to ask you to play that song, right. and you're going to be looked at as the whack DJ because you didn't want to play Cardi B. Right. You well, for our personal, personal opinions. No, no, that makes perfect sense. I mean, you got to, even because, like you said, you guys are dictating the times, but you guys also have to adapt with the times as well because if you guys aren't focused on that pivot or that shift, you're going to just be completely, you know, left in being like, oh, well, a boom back was the shit, and lyric, you know, lyrical, miracle, all that type of stuff. No, like, you know what I mean? But um, yeah. not that that's not popping nowadays, but, you know, there's a lane for everything. Um, so with that being said, with you saying DJs kind of like dictate where the culture is going, where would you say that hip hop and rap is going to be kind of shifting in the next couple years? Do you have any predictions? I have no idea. That shit is really all out of whack now. I see that like a lot of New York rappers are really starting to get into the UK drill scene. Yeah, and um, producing a lot of drill beats and stuff music, like that. Music down south right now, I'm starting to notice that uh, a lot of producers are actually using like MPC shifts on their 808s. What do you so mean like MPC shifts? Well, side note, like, a, uh, like a, a, a groove, like a like an actual groove on their 808s instead of actual 
you know, filling the block style 808s. Like they're 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 starting to get a little groovy. The 808s are getting a little groovy. I like that. I'm gonna have to look into that. I might not have. Yeah, check out uh my favorite producer right now, uh ATL Jacob. He, he gets a he's a young I, I kid. ATL Jacob. He gets some uh. If you listen to like some of his music, is he got a little swing in his 808s. There's some swing okay. to him. Okay, I'm gonna have to do a little bit of a deep dive. That's a that's a good little side tangent for me to check out. Um, but yeah, so I know, like I said, you've been working with the drill and everything like that, but no real predictions. It's it's a uh, a little bit all over the place. Okay, that's in the air. I can't call it right now. Yeah. Um, I seen uh a couple a couple years back, a, a fellow DJ of mine said the Afro beat was gonna be really popping in the future, and it is kind of popping, but it's still on the on the dance hall reggae side of things. It's just it's not. I don't see it being a takeover. Everybody doing Afro beat. No, a lot of artists do got Afro beat music out though. It definitely has its pocket though, but I can't say like I'm personally into Afro beat or anything like that. But I definitely see the wave of people who like rock with it really heavy. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, so with approaching a rec, uh, excuse me, a approaching a DJ about a record, like say they got a new single coming out, should they hit you up before the record's coming out and be like maybe like a week or two in advance, like hey, I got this single coming out. Do you want to you know? spin it on the day of the release or should they wait till after the song's already released and kind of got a little bit of traction yeah, you want to build that momentum so if you want to you want to you want to have a plan you know what i mean so mm -hmm. if you want that release to be everything you want to try to get every dj to spin that release when it drops like wherever everybody's listening to their music at try to get this in your mix it also works good for because your promo run should at least run like a i want to say like a year a lot of people do their promo runs for two days yeah <laughs> Yeah, want to you want to promo all you don't want to stop promoting. I don't I don't because know about you, the year because I feel like it gets a little oversaturated. I mean that's all down to how many singles you're releasing. But I see I see what you're saying though because you definitely should not. I mean not not a single not a single promo run, but like the whole the whole project together. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um, so you might want to run one single, but still be moving your project and still be moving that single and still be moving the project. Yeah, no, and definitely, I definitely agree with that. That's, that's just my personal opinion. I just see people take their promo runs too short. Like, they're taking them for granted. Like, no, just you put all after a while. into making, like, the most beautiful, amazing song, and then it's like, you're going to promote this shit for two days and then stop. It's like, right. that's the craziest uh, people, thing. Yeah, they throw, it up on, they throw it up on the distribution, and they think that that's the end of it. Like, yeah, yep, Facebook like, link, Carol. here we go. Now I should have like a million people listening to this. That's not how things work. Yep. And their only campaign is, yo, check out my new single. Check out my new single. It's like, bro, stop. Like, I'm not going to. You gotta make this shit way more appealing to me. Right. I, I seen somebody the other day. They they tag like a hundred people in their new single, and then they get like four likes, one comment. Meanwhile, you know all one hundred of those people seen that you tagged yeah. them in that. It's just nobody's gonna be forced to listen to your music. Right, and, and that actually hurts your algorithm in the end because if you tag X amount of people in a post, if that same number of people actually don't respond or comment or like or share, that actually hurts your algorithm because it's like, oh, you posted material that even the people you tag aren't fucking with. So it's like Facebook or Instagram's like, no, we're shutting that down, and that actually gets less visibility when you do stuff like right. that. Right, and then they, they, then they fuck around and switch the, al the algorithm on you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, yep. next time you post something, Nobody sees it because they know nobody looks at your post anyways. Yep, and that's when you start getting bitter and you get the rappers who are like, nobody checks out my shit and, you know, music industry. And, and that's exactly why these social media platforms are not made for music promotion. <laughs> I've never seen Drake one day on Facebook be like, hey, check out my new single. Right, 
right? And that's why I try <laughs> to tell artists all the time, like, it's not about just constantly saying, check out my music. You need to build a brand that people, like, fuck with. Like, when people think of Drake, they think of OVO. They think of, like, the aesthetic that comes with Drake. You're not thinking about a specific Drake song. You know what I mean? Like, they're not thinking right. about this one single that Drake dropped in 2010 or some shit like that. Just, like, a lot of artists don't realize that the most important part with social media is becoming a brand. It's not just sharing your music. It's showing people what makes you different, what makes you relatable, what makes you, you know, a standout artist. And that's why people like, you know, like uh, Lil Pump and people thrive because they're just nuts. And it's like, they're, they're always in your face and they're showing who knows what. And that's, people live for that kind of stuff. That's just entertaining. Right. They um, do entertaining things. No, really and that's that's the key um so that's honestly all the questions i had it wasn't anything too crazy i just really wanted to talk about the best ways to you know bridge that gap between artists and djs um the best time you know reach out to a dj and everything like that um do you have anything that you want to maybe say to independent artists that would help them out or just like a little gem or some advice before we you know head off um I don't know, man. I didn't. I didn't really prepare to drop any gems today. <laughs> I wish I'd been more prepared for this. I just came back from the store and shit. It's crazy out there. Everybody's sick. We're definitely gonna need you get to uh, get you back on here another time. I may get you on as a producer because you've got a wealth of knowledge in every different you know asset uh, that you do. But um, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you so much for taking the time to you know do this little interview with me. Even though I, I appreciate you thinking that I'm worthy of all of this. <laughs> you you share information with people all the time and you're always just trying to help the artist succeed and i love that energy and i'm on that same type of time so i want to you know see everybody win hey man i love your energy man you you keep on capitalizing on things i see you out there pimp yeah. fried everything uh, I, listen, man, everything pimp fried if i can slap I, I see that christmas tree in the back i don't know if i'm digging that though christmas oh that's <laughs> no that's oh shit this is a christmas tree that's my girl's makeup <laughs> Like half music studio, half makeup room. So we got to compromise if we make it work. But, uh, oh, that's the YouTube star room right there. Yeah, bro, listen, we have, we yesterday we had a green screen back here. We got the lighting shit. We got literally, I told my girl, we can run like a full media company out of this place. Like we got the music shit. We got the audio. We got the video. We got literally like, it's popping. I got podcasts. That's, that's dope, man. That's, that's, re that's really dope. And I got the best graphic designer in the world sitting right next to me. So I hey. got to I thought I seen somebody moving on the laptop back there. I was like, bro, you I'm not trying to like offend you, but get off cam. Like this is this is for the podcast. <laughs> but all right, bro, thanks again for talking and I'm gonna sign out. Everybody, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. Make sure you link up with some DJs. Make sure you just keep knocking out music, especially with all this craziness going on. Make sure you take advantage and you know, peace out. Peace. And that was the second half of the interview with the 610 problem. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that little back and forth that we had. Hopefully you guys got some great information from it. Again, sorry about the audio. We'll make sure for the next interview that we do, we got the audio sounding better. But hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll see you guys next week.